Xander Shoffley with another big time come from behind victory. Let's take a look at the numbers. Let's tee it up. Welcome to Data Access Golf, your home for rapid golf improvement. And now, from the thin air of the Rocky Mountains, next on the number one tee, your host, Aaron Stewart. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Data Access Golf, the podcast. Thank you for being here. I hope you took some time to watch the Century Tournament of Champions because it was an incredible finish. It was an incredible day of golf. It was awesome. I just kind of wanted to set it up a little bit. First off, I love Kapalua. I know I've said it before. This place is one of a kind. It is so amazing to play. It is a fascinating place. It's just huge. I'm just over. I was overwhelmed by the size of this place. But to watch these players play was completely awesome. And to watch how it came down to the last few holes on Sunday, I thought was spectacular. First off, Gary Woodland is a man. I mean, he has been playing so very well. I, to think that uh, he's changed equipment and is playing so well, I, I saw some interviews with him that he was really going to focus on not making you know Hawaii just a place to come hang out and enjoy, but he was really focused on winning, and you can completely tell. What was so amazing to me at the last part of that tournament, hole 17, I mean, let's set this thing up. It's a par four it's a beast. It's 500 something yards downhill. The winds weren't cooperating. Normally you've got a little tailwind on this hole. Now you've got the wind in your face. It's downhill, but it's a, it's a big stinking hole. It's over 500 yards. Both Xander and Gary hit great drives. Now this is also the hardest hole on the course. This, this hole is a beast into the wind. There is, you are over a ravine. If you hit it short into the ravine, it's just done. It's gone. You're dropping on the other side of the ravine and you're trying it again. So that's the first thing. And so you want to play out to the right, especially with that far out. I think Xander Shoffley had like 202 yards. The pin now is, it's a dog leg left over ravine. The pin is tucked back left. It's a tough place to get to. From the camera angle, when Xander set up to hit his shot, and he everybody's expecting him to take it out to the right side of the green and kind of draw one in and roll it back onto the, onto the green, but he doesn't do that. He lines up and hits this ball dead at the left side of the green. I thought he pulled it. I thought that he was probably in the junk, and it was disaster for him. Then they, they flash to the camera back behind the green. The ball lands, what, eight feet away? And he buries the putt. If I remember correctly, I believe he was the first one to birdie that hole all day. There was somebody who hit it inside him, but he was the first one to knock the putt in. So unbelievable. They're tied up. He goes at the pin on 17, and he takes the lead again. Not to be outdone, Gary Woodland goes at the pin as well. Hits a nice kind of high draw in there, right at the pin. Um, it wasn't much of a draw. It was more of a straight ball. Right at the pin. He's got a little bit longer putt, but he rams it right in. That putt typically moves right to left. He had a little pace on it. It basically just went into the right center of the cup, right off his, off his putter face, right in. So now you've got 
these two guys who are way out ahead, you know, three strokes ahead of everybody else. And it's just huge body blows. Xander puts one in on the hardest hole in the course. And then Gary Woodland comes in and backs it up and puts one in on top of them. Completely amazing, fabulous, wonderful golf. I was laughing out loud at how much fun it was to watch these guys going at it. I mean, it was come off, out of your seat, exciting golf, which maybe my wife doesn't agree with me, but it was. I mean, it was exciting to watch these guys going at it. It's what, it's, it's what golf's all about, watching these guys go at it. Then you come to 18. It's a par five. It's an awesome hole. You do, you know, kind of do this sweeping. They're very similar holes, at least to me. The driving, the driving of both holes, they're very similar off the tee. Very wide, down the hill, incredible views. I think it's Lanai you can see in the background there. It's gorgeous. Anyway, Xander and Gary both, they hit beautiful drives. I mean, there was just no... If they were nervous, it didn't show it. They both just went at it and blew drives down there. Then Xander hits this high draw that lands on the green and curls up. I mean, I don't know. Was it 20 feet, 15 feet he had for Eagle? I mean, it was extraordinary. And I I think I thought he was going to make it for sure. And uh, he didn't. He kind of missed it right and and then walked up and, and finished it off for the birdie. So he, he again takes the lead, but when he missed that putt and he's walking to, to mark his ball so Rory can finish out, he looked back up the fairway, just staring up at Gary Woodland. Interesting. I mean, just the tenacity of this guy was awesome. It was really fun to watch. He puts it in, makes a birdie. Uh, Gary hit kind of not one of his best shots on his approach. The pitch, it looked like he hit it a little heavy, and then he, and then he sadly missed the putt. And again... Gary putted great from that distance all tournament long. I, they mentioned that he had led the entire field in putts 10 to 15 feet, and he'd made like 73% of them. And based on our numbers, we know that, I mean, really, you should be making, you know, a right around 30% of those. So that's really impressive. I mean, he putted well the whole tournament. And those greens at Kapalua, those are brutally hard to putt. It's up on a hill. They're somewhat mounted. The greens are huge. I mean, you can have some crazy putts on those things. So to putt them that well says a lot about Gary Woodland and what he's been working on. He's got to be completely excited about this year because he, he played amazingly well. So there we are. Gary misses the putt. I, I do think that was a little kind of a weak putt. Everybody was talking about how that putt was supposed to go right to left and go in the hole, but it definitely trailed off right. Misread or whatever it was, but he didn't make the putt. I actually was a little bugged this morning driving in. Hank Haney was talking about the putt, how everybody knows what the putt does. Everybody should make that putt. Yada, yada, yada. Gary Woodland should have made the putt. I don't know what he's talking about. I mean, those greens are super, super hard to putt. Obviously, not everybody knows what that putt does. Yes, the pin is there every single year. But the commentators were talking about how it was a very similar putt to what he just had on 17. And that putt was a right to lefter. Now, Gary put some pace on it, so it didn't really move that much. So for this one to go left to right, I don't know what Hank Haney's talking about. Not everybody was agreeing on what that putt was going to do. It's not always in exactly the same place every single year. It's in the general vicinity. And how hard Kapalua is, yes, it can change that putt a little bit. But anyway, he misses the putt. Xander wins. 
Uh, Xander shoots a you know a 62, completely incredible. Uh, especially when you think about how he started. I think he went out and shot a, a 72. I think one under par to start, and then just kind of kept coming. And then to throw down a a 62 there at the end was truly uh, remarkable, amazing. He now ascends to the top of the FedEx Cup. And so I was kind of looking at the rankings here. You've got Xander Shoffley now leading at number one. He's played in four events, and he's won two of them. So that's pretty strong, right? He's winning 50% of his, his events he, he enters. So for 2019, the season 2018-2019, he's won two out of four. Not too shabby. You've got Gary Woodland in second place. He's played in five events, and, but he's had four top tens. So strong play from Gary. Pretty much everybody else in the top nine has won. Mark Leishman, Charles Howe, Kevin Tway, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, and Cameron Champ and Matt Kuchar. So that finishes out the FedEx Cup. Every single one of those players has won one of the previous nine. So really exciting, really cool. But what I wanted to do today, before we get too far into it, it's a data Monday. I wanted to take, we've, we've taken some time and set up these benchmarks by looking at the PGA Tour and looking at their stats and their averages. And we've tried to come up with some kind of benchmarks so we can analyze our game and make sure that we're focusing our practice efforts, our limited practice time and practice efforts on those things that are not kind of up to snuff. And so we set up these benchmarks. And so what I wanted to do was go through and I mean, we'll look at Xander's uh, stats as we've done previously. He, obviously, he's number one in FedEx Cup rankings. It says he will ascend to number six in the world golf rankings, which is pretty incredible. His um, official money so far this year is over $3 million. That's not a bad way to start the year. His career money up to this point is $11,400,000. So there you go. Pretty great. So there's Xander. But I wanted to now take what he's done in his career. I'm, not go I'm only going to look at 2018 numbers. There's just not a lot going on with the 2019 numbers. I'll mention them, but we just don't have a lot of data. So to come up with a really good average is not helpful. But we'll at least kind of see where he's trending and then compare it to what our benchmarks are and see how we, can, how we feel about them. I am not opposed to adjusting these benchmarks down the road, but I think for right now, from what we're seeing, these are pretty solid. So let's look at these. So on our drive accuracy, we've said that we should be hitting the fairway between 50 and 60% of the time, right? 50 and 60% of the time, if we're hitting our fairways, we're going to be okay with that. So far this year, Xander Shoffley is hitting 78% of his fairways. So off the charts, awesome. Now, what did he average for 2018? He averaged 60%. Okay, so right there in that benchmark. So pretty good. I think that benchmark's pretty solid. If we could, he's hitting 60% of his fairways. And he's won two out of four tournaments. So good benchmark there. So definitely good to leave this benchmark alone and use it to analyze your own game. If you're hitting 60% of your fairways, be okay with it. We're saying you should be hitting 55 to 65% of your greens. And if you're not, then let's take a look at it. So far, in the 2018-2019 season, Xander Shoffley is hitting his, his, his greens in regulation are 82%. So way above that. But he averaged all of last year, which was a great year for him. He averaged 66%. Okay, so just one percentage point above that benchmark. Again, I think that it, these are solid. These are pretty good. Okay, scrambling. 
Um, we're saying anywhere between 45 and 55%. Uh, Xander Shoffley, they don't really have any information uh, so far. Uh, I, I, they didn't really have too much information to make it worthwhile for 2019. There's just not, not a lot going on there. But for scrambling of 2018, he was 63%. Okay, Xander Shoffley, if you watched his short game uh, around this, this tournament, the tournament's champions, he is fantastic. His technique off of tight lies is beautiful. He really just bruises the grass. He really sweeps it and puts a, a nice spin on the ball. Definitely watch Xander Shoffley play around the green because he is a wizard. He is amazing. He chipped in for an eagle. Um, he almost chipped in a couple of times. I mean, he is fantastic with the wedges. And his scrambling was 63%. Okay, and he's extraordinary. So again, I think this 45 to 50% scrambling number is realistic for us as amateurs. We're not a, a Xander Shipley who is really amazing. So this 45 to 50%, maybe 50 to 55%, that's a great number to make sure that your game is in a good place. If you can get up and down half of the time from off the green, you're in great shape. Okay, sand saves. We're saying between 30 and 50%. Xander Shoffley, not a lot of information this year, but... All of 2018, 48%. Right there in that benchmark area. Perfect. Putting from 20%. This is where Xander is awesome. Okay, so the putting numbers are going to be a little skewed. But putting from 20 feet, we're saying 3 to 7% from 20 feet. Xander in 2018 made 13% of them. Okay, so much higher than that. Almost double. Good putter from 20 feet. Putting from 10 feet, we're saying between 20 and 40%. One to two out of five would be good. Okay, he made 33%, so right in that, right in that, that benchmark, 20 to 40% from 10 feet. And then last, putting from 5 feet, we're saying we need to be making 65 to 80% as our benchmark. Xander Shoffley averaged 85% from 5 feet, so a little above the benchmark, but again, very strong putter. So again, I think that these benchmarks hold up. I will post them in the notes of this podcast just so we have them and we can think about them as we sort of prepare and get ready for 2019. But just have these in our minds. Again, the goal being we want these benchmarks so we can accurately assess what we should be expecting from our own games. So let's not get frustrated when we happen to miss a 10-footer. We're only supposed to be making two out of five of those. Let's keep our expectations to a place where we can play from a calm place. Let's keep our expectations in the right place. And I think these benchmarks do that for us. Super cool to have golf back on. I absolutely loved it. Xander Shoffley just went out and won that thing. I don't believe when you shoot five under par in your final round that you've lost anything. And that's what Gary Woodland did. He played well. He played well enough to win. Xander was just a little bit better. Came from three strokes back bogeyed the first hole, and then just went crazy and tied the course record. That's just a buzzsaw that, that not a lot of people can stay out of the way of. Super impressive golf. Really excited for the Sony Open coming up this week. Um, and we'll talk more about uh, the players that are showing up. It's the first full field event of 2019. And it's a great course. It's always fun to watch. Looking forward to it. Excellent. Thank you. Think about this benchmarks. I'll put them down below. And remember, better data always means better golf. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Data Access Golf with Aaron Stewart. Check us out online at dataaccessgolf.com and we'll see you on the next episode.